0: Hey, everybody, on today's Locked on Bama, we're going to talk a lot about the scrimmage from this past weekend. Also going to talk some recruiting news, as there's always recruiting news. We'll do that and a lot more on today's Locked on Bama.
1: Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide.
0: Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Awesome, awesome. We have some
1: real, uh, almost some real football to talk about. The uh, Crimson Tide scrimmaged yesterday.
0: They did, um, and I think that's where we start. Uh, I saw on on three, uh, there was a bit of a write-up about that, and a couple <laughs> of posters had some information that you uh, – you chimed in on, which I thought was cool. Um, we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that this particular poster thought, and then I'll get your thoughts. Um, a couple of things that stood out to me was uh, the fact that apparently Jalen Milrow really stood out. Did, did you hear right. something about him? Well, I mean, uh, really from Coach
1: Saban, obviously I didn't see the scrimmage or uh, or see uh, clips that anybody else didn't see, but uh, from from what I've been able to hear, and uh and just Coach Saban's comments and, and what I already know about Jalen Milrow, uh, I'm not surprised at all. Uh I, I was adamant last spring uh when I saw him play that he was ahead of where Jalen Hurts was at the same stage. Uh I am not going to be surprised one bit, Luke, if uh in his second spring, if he's still ahead of where Jalen was at the same stage. That that is. People don't need to confuse what I'm saying. I'm not saying Jalen Milrow could be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, not even close. I'm not even hinting. I'm just saying that uh, at once upon a time, Jalen was heading into his true sophomore season. uh, And there was a spring before that true sophomore season. And based on where Hertz was then and Milrow is today, uh, I think Milrow is, is the better player. Um, They're, they're, they're remarkably similar uh, with one difference differences being that Milrow is a, a bigger, stronger, faster kid. I, I mean, I know it's hard to imagine, but it, it's true uh, he has a lot of development to do as a passer, but so did Hertz up until the day he left Oklahoma uh, up until even today with the Eagles. He's still a work in progress at, 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 in, insofar as that part of the game goes. but but I, I think that that Hertz is a great example of of what we'll get if we're patient
0: with Milrow. I'm trying to adjust my screen so that people don't see this LED light apparently we have in my office that's driving me nuts. I hope it's not driving other people nuts. Um, Yeah, that's cool about Jalen Milrow. And, look, you're right. I think that that's uh, what people need to understand is that you're not saying he is as good or better than Jalen Hurts. What you're saying is right now I think the quarterback room in Alabama is better than it was when Jalen Hurts was there. And so Jalen Hurts is able to be the starter.
1: That's exactly right. I mean, Hurts
0: had to start because he was the best one in the room. Milrow's not because of Bryce Young.
1: I mean, Jalen Hurts wouldn't have started as a freshman and a sophomore if he had Bryce Young ahead of him. He started because he was the best chance we had to win the games. Uh, Milrow is is a really good quarterback. I, I know a lot of Alabama fans. I get the sense from message boards that more Alabama fans are higher on Ty Simpson. And this is why. There's one reason, Luke because they saw Milrow playing the games last fall and, and, and he, and he wasn't uh, let's say he wasn't Patrick Mahomes last fall. So therefore the next guy must be better. Right. I mean, that, that's not really how this works. Milrow uh, only got a chance in garbage time playing with twos and threes and a game already decided uh, what, what you need to look at when, when those things happen is uh, is his upside, his talent potential, you know, how good can he be? And the answer is is pretty limitless as he improves as a passer. Uh, I don't really have a favorite between Milrow and Simpson. I think that's all going to take care of itself. The one thing that I will say that I'm adamant about is they're both really good. And if the loser of that battle transfers out, whoever's getting that loser is going to get one heck of a starting quarterback. Uh, I think Milrow and Simpson are both eventual starting quarterbacks in the SEC and both very good. And it's just encouraging that uh, Nick himself had so many good things to say about Milrow yesterday, because as I wrote this morning on, on three, look, Milrow is now one spring ankle away from being the starting quarterback at Alabama. So he, unlike last year, now he needs to be ready to win. He doesn't need to be ready to play. He needs to be ready to win. And uh, I, I think he'll answer the bell. I really do.
0: Mute. Yeah, gotcha. I, got you. I yeah. try to again. It's not me a... trying to be nice. It's not my me naturally. We'll <laughs> do that again. That's not you in your natural state. That's not yeah my natural habitat. Um, Neither one of us are
1: mute. Neither one of us are muted in our natural states. Trust us.
0: <laughs> as much as people would love for that to be the case, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's no doubt that. Look, I do need to stop and tell everybody about. Uh, Stat Hero, though. Stat Hero, uh, what a fabulous partner. They have been with us here at uh, at All Locked On. We just appreciate them so much. Go to StatHero.com, uh, put in promo code Locked On, and uh, you will get a 100% deposit match at StatHero.com. It's an easy way to play uh, in any games. Uh, college basketball is going to be pretty close to over, uh, of course, on Monday night, so you might want to try it for NBA or something else, but go to stathero.com, use promo code locked on to get a hundred percent deposit might match. That's stathero.com. Promo code locked on. I'm telling you, this site is fantastic. It's a lot of fun. It's a way to stay engaged in the games. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I love trying out our sponsors, and stat hero has been uh, one of the most fun sponsors we've had. Really appreciate them so much. That's stathero.com. Promo code locked on. Go there and try them out. Also, want to thank everybody for making us the first place you listen when it comes to Alabama podcasts. Thank you guys a ton. You're the best. Our uh, subscribership on YouTube is up over 590 now. We're pushing 600. That's awesome. Um, y'all keep that stuff up. We, Jimmy, and I are on your side. Keep going, guys. We love you. We love you from right here in the bottom of our the cockles of our heart. So. Yikes. Um, yeah,
1: That's a medical term.
0: That's a medical it term. Knuckles, no doubt. <laughs> um, Jimmy, another thing that came out from the scrimmage, apparently the receivers looked a lot better. Hey, hallowed, damn loo right? I mean, we <laughs> needed – look, last year uh, receivers were great as long as they were John Mitchie or Jameson Williams. Um, so now – and we don't have either one of those guys coming into this year. So we need some dudes to be great one guy that apparently stood out according to all reports. And again, we didn't get to see the scrimmage. We're just like y'all just cause we host a podcast. We don't get to get into the scrimmage. Um, but As a matter of fact, Anderson, yeah. we're less likely to get into the scrimmage because we host podcasts. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, Aaron Anderson apparently stood out the true freshman. Right.
1: Yeah. And here's what's exciting about that. Again, you know, a year ago, you know, eight days of scrimmage. I mean, just like yesterday. I mean, yesterday was a day without people in the seats. I mean, that's, basically how these things work. Uh, and last year uh, at a scrimmage, Jai Hall uh, had a big day uh, off the top of my head. It was something like six catches for 150 yards. Um, and a, a lot of fans, I mean, he kind of created a cult following uh, regardless of the fact he had not had big scrimmages or big practices up to that point or after that point. But because of that one time and people were watching Uh, he created this uh, cult following and and a lot of big fans and and I too was really impressed because his upside, his potential, his talent uh, became apparent that day. But, but what I cautioned everyone at the time, which has proven true is look, um, who are you doing that against? I mean, who did he beat? Who did he beat for six catches and 140 yards? And the answer was the backup defense. It was the backup guys. It was, and not only was it backups, some of the normal backups had to play with the first team because of injuries and whatnot and, and holding out guys. So it wasn't even really the first tier backups. It was just guys on the team. And, and that's who he beat. He didn't beat Josh Job and Jalen Armour Davis uh, for, for that yardage or Malachi Moore. Uh, you know, he was beating freshmen and, and backups. Now, fast forward to yesterday. Aaron Anderson makes a huge play. Nick Saban went out of his way to note, hey, that was against the first team, guys. That was against the first team. He took a five-yard hitch against the first team defense and made a 40-yard play out of it. Uh, in my in my mind, y'all can feel free to disagree with me all you want. I know it's one play versus the six balls that a Ajayi caught last year in 8 eight. I'm more impressed with what Anderson did with just the one catch, uh, the one 40-yard play, because it's against the starters. And the only starter on defense I'm aware of that was out was uh, Will Anderson. Uh, There's a rumor Byron Young didn't participate, but uh, but even so, that's uh, two of the 11 um, and everybody else was out there. So uh, I'm more impressed with with that one snap from Aaron Anderson than I was uh, at anything that did on uh, A-Day a year ago.
0: Uh, that's interesting. Um, I, I think also people wanna know about Jameer Gibbs. Uh, this is a guy that uh, I mean he's just setting the world on fire when it comes to practice reports. Did he look that way in the scrimmage? Yes, he had another nice day. Uh, Nick again
1: praised uh, Jameer Gibbs and the way he looked. And and the thing about that is now that now we've got multiple times in his press conferences, Nick Saban is bragging on uh, on Jameer Gibbs. Now I think Trey Sanders was probably the the, the first guy with the ones. And that makes all the sense in the world. He's been there three years or four years by now. Uh, He's he's put in his time, his dues. He should be the number one back until he's beaten out. But Jameer Gibbs is clearly breathing down his neck here. And I think it's fair to say that by the time fall camp is over, uh, that Gibbs will be the primary guy. Although Sanders did have a nice day. Saban noted he had over 70 yards, um, which is good. Now, keep in mind, the way these scrimmages work, one thing that is different from A-Day, A-Day is generally ones against ones and twos against twos. Uh, when they scrimmage, it's the opposite. Uh, first defense plays a backup. Uh, offense, you know, first offense plays a backup defense. So Trey Sanders playing with the ones uh, probably had most of his 70 yards against the backup defense. Uh, so take that into account. Gibbs may have been with the ones, may have been with the twos. We don't know, but uh, we do know Nick Saban was bragging about him. So uh I think so far, uh, Luke, as crazy as this sounds, uh, if we're going to give an MVP for the spring based
0: on nothing but Nick Saban press conferences, it's Jameer Gibbs. Uh, that's just music to my ears. As you know, I've said he's going to be the most impactful signee we have this year, and I want to be uh, proven right. So let's uh, hope I think it will one other thing I want to throw out there before I want to do a recruiting segment in this last uh, segment. <laughs> Is there another word for it i need a synonym for segment um anywho um Jaheem otis i saw he tweeted out something he said hey first scrimmage in the books had a sack and a couple of tackles you know and he was like some emojis or whatever right. i haven't seen anybody else talk about his performance but right. um i'm hoping it's correct i mean i'm hoping he really
1: it, did it get probably it. It probably is. And again, this is based on me viewing past scrimmages. I did not see yesterday and wouldn't tell you all about it if I did, because I follow the rules about no no news from scrimmages. But I I do know this in the past. Look, I said it's the ones versus the twos. Well, there's also a small portion of the scrimmage or less snaps than the others. But we also do three on three work. Literally the last guys, three is on threes is almost always true freshmen that have not zoomed up into the depth chart and walk ons threes versus threes, and uh, uh, Coach Bryant used to call them turds, by the way, which is funny to me because they they wore brown jerseys in practice, the turds. Uh, so in, with the turds, uh, Jaheem may have had that, that type day, which is great. It's a good sign. It's it's nothing but positive when he's out there making plays, but he probably did it uh, in three versus three versus action, which means he was making plays against his fellow true freshmen and uh, and some of the walk-on group. So
0: it's probably true. Well, I can probably bet on Jaheim Otis being right. Just like if I ever want to bet, I can go to betonline.net. That's the place to go. If you want to get that bet in, look, college basketball is over, but you can bet on whatever you want to at Bet Online. Bet BetOnline is where the game starts. Go there. ASAP, you're going to love this website. They got everything you want. You want to bet on golf, you'll bet on the Masters coming up get you some bet online. You want to bet on the NBA? Get you some bet online. You want to bet on Major League Baseball? Get you some bet online. Whatever you want, get you some bet online. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go to betonline.net. Sign up. It's where the game starts. They have been one of our sponsors for a long time now. I've used them. They're fantastic. They're trustworthy. Betonline.net is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, uh, really quickly, I want to tell you before we get into uh, an Arch Manning uh, story that you guys came up with. I want to tell you a very quick funny story. I like to throw these in every night again. Uh, my brother, who's a very large individual, I'm 6'5", probably two forty five. He is about my height, and he is much, much heavier than I am. That's all I'll say. I won't throw out a weight, but I'll say that he was playing golf uh, the other day with a big group that he plays with, and one of the other guys in the other guy in his cart that was driving is a guy named Pork Chop. If you, if you can imagine, Pork Chop is also rather large. Well. Porkchop was driving. He passed by my brother's ball. My brother goes, hey, you passed by my ball, Chop. So he tried to cut the cart real quick. When he did, it tipped over. My brother lands on the grass. The cart's on its side. Porkchop lands on top of my brother. And all of a sudden, everybody, their first thought was, oh, my God, is anybody hurt? And apparently nobody was hurt. And then everybody goes, oh, my God, the second largest person at the country club just landed on the first largest person at the country club. <laughs> that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. Um <clears throat> And there's a lot more to that story, but I'm not going to bore everybody because they do want to talk about Arch Manning. Um, according <laughs> according to the uh, – what, what what do you call it? The recruiting machine? Is that what ON3 calls it? RPMs. The RPM, recruiting prediction machine. It when now it sort of says – this is according to Joseph Hastings, your new writer who has been awesome over there at ON3, that uh, Manning is now the uh, – where Alabama is now the favorite for Manning at a 35.6% chance of landing. Uh, they called him a five star plus target. Five star plus. Five star plus. Do you. Right. I mean, that's like getting 102 out of 100 on your test. What the hell? <laughs> it is.
1: You wouldn't think you could get higher than a five star. But yes, they're at on three. We recognize and we identify players like Arch as five star plus. And it's real simple. It's a simple definition. It'll make sense to everybody. And I think everybody's like, why didn't they do this before? It makes so much sense. But uh we're innovators, we're innovators. Uh a five plus is a guy that is a five-star on every network. There is no disagreement. No one, no one is not calling him a five-star or ranking him a five-star. So Arch is a five star at ESPN at 24/7 at Rivals and at On Three. Uh, we call those five-star pluses.
0: That's pretty amazing. So, I mean, is it just off this last visit? I mean, what is it? Uh, I know you saw Shaz Preston while he was there, of course, the Alabama right. wide receiver from this last year. In terms of why he would – in terms of why Alabama leads now in the RPM? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: what, what I happened in it. the last couple of days? Uh, easy. Uh, this is, gets a little bit more complicated because it's math and science. It's, of course, over my head. But this is basically it. Uh, a team of experts – and I'm talking about real experts, not an idiot like me – a team of experts uh, looked at recruiting over the years and poured in – uh, what they believed were the relevant factors when kids make a decision. Uh, there are all sorts of factors. Uh, interviews, what the kid is saying specifically in interviews, where they go on unofficial visits is a big factor. Uh, if anybody in the recruiting industry has officially crystal balled them, as 24-7 calls it, uh, we uh at on three, we don't call it uh crystal ball, uh, but but we do uh, forecast where we believe kids will sign when our experts are confident making a prediction, Uh, a kid's geography, a kid's position they play, who's recruiting them, what position coach is recruiting them. It's a complicated long algorithm that spits out where a kid is likely to sign. Now, these things are heavily influenced by unofficial visits. So Alabama took the lead over Texas this weekend. My guess is, Because Arch visited Alabama this
0: weekend, it tipped the algorithm back in Alabama's favor. Interesting. Uh, Meanwhile, Alabama also now leads for Caleb Downs, one of the top, maybe the top safety in the country out of Georgia, which is huge. And Jaden Wayne, apparently Alabama's still in the pole position there, according to Bama Online, uh, the defensive lineman out of Washington. So uh, been a pretty good weekend for the Tide. Oh, it was a huge visit
1: weekend. The amount of talent. I think uh, seven of the top 100 players in the country in the 23 class were there. Seven. That's an amazing number for an for a visit. These are all unofficial. These are kids there on their own dime. Uh, if a kid is making – if a kid has to travel a distance and comes to you on an unofficial visit, then he is real serious about signing with you. You know, And, and that's
0: why Jaden – look at Jaden Wayne coming all the way from the state of Washington. Let me ask you this, Jimmy. This just popped into my head. You say on their own dime. What if? Okay, let's say. Forget. I don't want to use Jaden Wayne's name. Let's call him Wayden Jane, because I don't want to get anybody in trouble here. Now I have no idea who you're talking about. Too. You could be talking about literally anyone. And instead of a defensive lineman, he's an offensive lineman. Um, but anyway, let's say what would would it be legal for him to say, you know, um, I want to go to visit Alabama. So Southwest airlines, what do you say? You hook me up. And when I, when I land, um, and, or I get interviewed, I say, man, the good people at Southwest airlines brought me over here to Tuscaloosa had such a wonderful flight. Um, uh, is that legal now? Yes. Yes. And no, uh, off the top of my head.
1: And I'm not, I'm not an NIL attorney. Hell, I'm not an attorney at all anymore, but I'm certainly (laughs) not an NIL attorney. (laughs) but this is the way this is my be my interpretation of that uh jane wayne could do that uh and he would not be violating any uh existing college rules and he could sign with alabama uh and do all that the problem he would have is he just became ineligible to play high school football in the state of washington by accepting Mm. money from southwest airlines or accepting uh, a gift of that magnitude he would now be considered uh, a professional athlete under Washington high school amateurism laws. Uh, so that's why that doesn't happen for now. Uh, it may happen in the future, but yeah. that would not make, uh, Jaden ineligible to play college football at all, nor would it make him ineligible to play at Alabama. That would just be an NIL deal, uh, which are completely acceptable right now in uh, college football.
0: Uh, we're heading down that path. I think you see where I'm, you you uh, yep. pick up what I'm laying down here. So, all right, guys. I understood exactly what you were talking about, but I have no idea who you were talking about. I guess because I you did it
1: behind a, a pseudonym and even moved positions. And that could have been anybody. I, I probably shouldn't it. have used Washington. Probably shouldn't have used the state of Washington as my example
0: either because I wasn't sure who you were talking about. I, I was referring to Washington, D.C. And ah, okay. um, so, I could've, same, could've, same I answer. I could have done it the way that uh, Principal Skinner, when he was trying to protect Lisa Simpson one time, he said a certain agitator. Let's call her Lisa S. Nope, that's too obvious. Let's go L Simpson. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I like right. Peter Peter Griffin on
1: uh Peter Griffin on a uh, uh, Family Guy. Uh, he forgets his daughter's name all the time. I've caught him on two or three occasions when he's addressing the family. He'll go Lois, Chris, and then look at his daughter and say. Girl Chris.
0: Oh <laughs> <Hell laughs> me. All right, buddy. That's <laughs> gonna do it for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. Y'all keep getting people to subscribe. We love you. Thank you yes. so much. And we're trying to feed our families. We need to feed the family. We're like we're and Luke's not got- the trail spree well way. We just want regular food. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's got 14 kids. <laughs> I do have a bunch of kids. All right, guys. Roll <laughs> tight, everybody. Roll tight.